relief factor, pain relief that's natural, pain relief that works, and pain relief that attacks the source of the pain. That's the experience of tens of thousands of Americans who are taking Relief Factor right now. See their incredible video endorsements at relieffactor.com and then order your three-week quick starter pack for just $19.95. That's less than a dollar a day. Find out if it can work for you like it works for me by ordering your three-week quick starter pack today. Relieffactor.com, relieffactor.com. Be the next success story. This episode of the America First podcast with me, Sebastian Gorka, is brought to you by Franklin Armory. Shop freedom, quality, and innovation at franklinarmory.com. Franklin Armory, we are facilitators of freedom. But what is best in life? The open step. Three doors. Falcons at your wrist. Wait in your hair. Run! Conan! What is best in life? Crush your enemies, see them driven before you, and they hear the lamentation of their women. That is good. That is good. Relax, friends. It's not Monday. It's not making movies great again with our buddy Chris Coles. But I just have to play. I feel so bad. No, I don't feel bad. Because every time she comes on the show, I play that cut. And this time I have a current reason to do so. Because we have to teach Elon Musk the names of his favorite movies. She is a legend in her own lifetime. The daughter of somebody who... Well, I wish I could get him on the show. The great John Milius, Amanda Milius, Scourge of the Swamp. Welcome in studio. Thank you very much. Is it? Is it? Do you get really annoyed when I always use the same cut of Conan the Barbarian that your father made? No, but I, I, what I ask myself is, why am I surprised each time? Because I hear it. Because <laughs> you actually laugh. You weren't, no, you weren't every boring. You weren't time i hear it and i'm like oh that i like it's like i don't expect it and, it, and then you say it's gawker he's got to play it yeah. all right we have to talk about so many political things uh what's happening in the news what's happening with the swamp president trump running again but first things first as we were in the green room you said we have to help that elon chap out what's the, what, what why do we have to help him out amanda what's the issue because he keeps dropping what he keeps dropping john millius quotes and does he does he know where they're from i don't think so so I maybe think, we should offer a little bit of pop culture training for Mr. Moss. I, I, unless I, I mean, I don't know why it. I think that, but like he, like he, he's had like three or something. Where because you know my dad does is the king of the one-liners, right? right? Go ahead, make my day. I love the smell of napalm in the morning. What is best in life, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And so he's dropped like three or four of these, and it's like a joke amongst my follower. I'm like he did it again. But he, I, he's one of these guys, and he's exactly the right generation of these guys that grew up with my dad's movies, which, right. thank God, because I think it might have made him a masculine, red-pilled guy, because that tends to happen when guys growing up watch my dad's movies or fellows like yourself. I think it has an influence. I think he's about the same age as me. You keep talking so, while I check his but age. But the thing is, I think he's one of those guys, and I, I run into them all the time, where they're like, wait, so you're telling me the guy that wrote that my favorite movie and that and my that favorite one, movie? And, and that, that one, one like and that one, and the Hunt for Red October and everything Hunt, else. Yeah, Red Dawn, Conan the Red Yes, Red he's 51! He, they have no idea it's the same guy who no. wrote all their favorite movie lines and all their favorite movies. Like, all right. Next time I'm on, I was two nights ago, I was on a Twitter spaces with him again. I got to ask him a question. Next time, I promise, Amanda, I'm going to give him a little education on who is the <laughs> author behind all those quotes. All right. Let, let's, let's talk about this phenomena. I was 
given a, a little bit of a cold shower by my buddy, the editor-in-chief of, of Breitbart, uh, Alex Marlowe, a few months ago. And it's, it was a justifiable one. He said, hey, uh, you do know this guy's got lots of business interests in China, and we shouldn't expect any single individual, except the Son of God, but any man to save us, let alone a billionaire. So where do you stand? Because I said one thing after the last Twitter spaces, and take it as you will, he's the most open billionaire. I, I, I think I wrote, I haven't met a politician, a billionaire, a CEO who is as accessible as this man because he goes on with a bunch of strangers for two hours, taking questions. Talk to us about the phenomena of Musk and hashtag Twitter files. I mean, it's, I think it's incredible. Uh, the one that I was on most recently, I missed the most, the, the one that you were on last night or the night before, but the one before that, I just... That I've was never, the one with, with people who had cancelled. Right, but either way, I, I listened to the replay of his uh, long one that he did, and I think you're totally right. The transparency is there, and I actually am fine with that. I don't need everyone to agree with my exact political worldview, but the fact that they have that this man who has an incredible amount of power as any uh, CEO of Twitter or any of these giant mega corporations would, would be that transparent. And he has been consistent. And he is not uh, ignorant of what has transpired in the last few years. Um, what he said in response to my inquiry about Perkins Coie still representing Twitter was very convincing Let, let's let's just for those who aren't familiar so perkins cooey is the slickest most diabolical law firm in dc <laughs> actually if you want to know all about them oh look the at most, that let's zoom in on her easy way Camera do I, one. I don't, there yeah, we go the most easy way to understand the entire russiagate uh phenomenon and the blueprint of the deep state operations is right here as my gift to Mr. Gorka. Um, All right, we're gonna. She has put a little Christmas bow on a DVD copy of the plot against the president. Um, I think what I will do is we're gonna have some kind of raffle. We're gonna work out some kind of email thing. Because I've given and, you so many that you've got to start giving. No, them away. I've got the poster, the signed poster at home from Amanda. I've got you know all the goodies. But I think we need to you know in the spirit of the season give back to our listeners. So we will devise something. I think through our website probably or maybe one of our social media platforms, but uh, I think we have to pay it forward, as they say. So Perkins Coie, slime bag lawyers who, of course, were the the middlemen or the representatives for the Hillary Clinton campaign. The whole DNC. The whole D DNC and, and, he got and, that. and the Russia hoax thing. And he, so, he so explain your it. interaction with him. Um, I so mean, you warned him off Perkins Coie? I, I've tweeted at the guy... A little much. I mean, sometimes I do these things because I'm a little bit nutty on Twitter and I don't ever expect a re response back where I'm like, hey, did you know X? Uh, but on this one, I said I, I did a thread where I was like, no, this is actually a problem. Here are the filings that Cash has been and, 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 and various others have said, no, Perkins Coie is still representing Twitter. And uh, do you know who they are? Do you know who they represent? You cannot, just getting rid of Jim Baker is not enough. And all of that list of all of the former CIA and FBI officials that work at Twitter. And his response was just directly to me. And he said, 
Perkins Coie should never be hired by anyone until they, um, nice. until I know I was like, oh my God, this guy, until they, uh, until they repent for uh, the damage that they've done, especially via Sussman and his uh, criminal attempt to overturn a presidential election. And I was like, I don't think I could have written that response better myself. I mean, not that I'm like the Russiagate expert. There are many that know far more than I am. No, you made the movie. Come on. No, no, false false modesty. But I'm good at making movies about complex issues and simplifying them. And so I included the clip where we explain, here's Perkins Coie, here's the DNC, here's how it links back into the Russiagate op. Here's how it was. Here's the the blueprint, and it was the most simple graphic we could possibly do. And his response, even bringing in uh, Sussman, uh, shows me that he is not unaware of this. I'd be willing to guess. I think he's seen the movie, but I don't want to be. You know, he he's also a smart individual. He could have just read the. You know, kept the dots together. But he would be one of very few people who could do so without watching the ninety minute. Here's how it all ties together, you know? Um, so I was really impressed by that. I was really impressed by his transparency. I mean, everything that he has been pushing out has been the things that I wanted to know. So I'm pretty impressed. Is he enough catal- catalytically to create a significant change in the swamp and, I, and, and Palo Alto? I absolutely agree. In fact, one of the questions during the time period that I was on the spaces with y'all was um, this having him do what he's doing at Twitter might be more important and have more of an effect than the red wave that we had wanted. People are raising this. This was an argument, and I think I fall on the side of Twitter is so massive. The public square of free speech is so massive that if I had to trade one for the other, I I would not trade having him at the head of Twitter because... I mean, I've been in politics for, what, less than, than you all have, but for four or five years since I got <laughs> tricked into coming and working in this terrible place, and I'm still here. Um, but I, uh, I, we've seen what the Republicans will do when they're... We'll, we'll, we'll talk about that. Yeah. We'll talk about how you were tricked to come to the swamp <laughs> and the work in the Trump administration. I'm Sebastian Gorka. This is America First one-on-one with our special in-studio guest, Amanda Milius, a film producer, director, troublemaker extraordinaire, the maker of the plot against the president, patpmovie.com, patpmovie.com. If you enjoy the show, make sure you are subscribed. Go to Spotify, plug in my name, Sebastian Gorka, America First. Leave us a five-star review because it matters with those dastardly algorithms and share the links with your friends. And don't forget, hottest item, truly, absolutely flying off the shelves at our website, co-designed with Chris Plant, is the FBI T-shirt, the Fascist Bureau of Intimidation. Get yours today, sebgorkastore.com. That's S-E-B-G-O-R-K-A, sebgorkastore.com. All right, far too much fun. Stay with us for more one-on-one with our in-studio guest, Amanda Millions. Whether it's the regular Hellcat or whether it's the compensated RDP with that miniature red dot, I love them all. 
How did it take so long to invent a factory compensated subcompact nine millimeter? Well, guess what? Springfield did it, and I'm a huge fan, and I'm Sebastian Gorka. The Hellcat from Springfield Armory is still the smallest, highest capacity micro compact in the world. Available in standard or optics ready configurations. Class leading capacity of the Hellcat gives you 11 plus one with the standard magazine and 13 plus one with the included extended mag. The definitive concealed carry pistol is here. The Hellcat from Springfield Armory gives you the capacity to defend. Welcome back to America First One-on-One with our special in-studio guest, presidential appointee, Amanda Milius. So what is the effect of what you have done already in just a matter of uh, two weeks for the children who have lost a parent or uh, have an incarcerated mother or father this Christmas behind bars? Well, let's listen to two of them. These are two children who are part of the Prison Fellowship Angel Tree Program. Knowing that my dad cares, he's sending me all these gifts thanks to you. And I really like to thank you for it. I like the presents that my dad sent me. I know that you guys care and he cares. So I just want to thank you for that and I love Christmas. Thank you, Angel Tree, for doing all that you do because you don't have to do this, but you choose to do it. And I really appreciate it. God bless every single one of you who've donated $25 to get a Christmas gift to one of the more than one and a half million children who will be missing a parent this Christmas. They will receive that gift chosen by their incarcerated parent with a message of love that they're not forgotten and a children's gospel. Make a difference. Make somebody's Christmas a little bit more love-filled. If you donate $125, that's five children you will be helping out. Go right now to my website, sevgorka.com, and click on the Angel Tree banner at the very top. Or call in your donation. It is tax deductible. The number is 888-206-2794. Or just go to sebgorka.com. That's S-E-B-G-O-R-K-A and the Angel Tree banner at the top. Or call 888-206-2794. All right, Amanda, tell us your story. Um, how were you... What, what, because you are an artsy-fartsy person. You, you, you're, you, know, you graduated from a school in how to make movies. You, come, you, you are the, the progeny of one of the greatest filmic legends in America. When did you get bitten by the politics bug, and how did you get dragged into the Trump administration? You're going to think I'm crazy, but I... No, I know you're to, crazy. Well, we know... Oh, yeah, right. Right. Duh. Um, <laughs> but I do think it was a God thing because I had like the strongest and I've been trying to think about these things recently. I've been a little bit more um, in touch with this sort of thing. And I, I really feel those gut moments where I could do nothing else. Um, It made absolutely no sense to have toured spent money and, and I mean a lot of money going to that film school and then learning everything I did and then touring a very successful student film that won over 45 different awards. I went to at 45 different film festivals. Um, but then to just hop in my car and drive across the desert like uh, many have done before, let's just say, um, and join the 
effort to elect Donald J. Trump. So you started by working on the campaign. As a volunteer, as a door knocker, as a fixer of the app, uh, that's how I kind of got elevated is I could always fix the app for people like, you know, the door knocking app. I'd be like, well, you reset it for this neighborhood and da 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 da. And I'd go out with these people. And the coolest thing about it was, is that I was nobody. I was a worker amongst workers. I was stapling signs to good. I was hanging out with veterans, moms, dads, kids, just normal people. Nobody cared who anybody was. It was the opposite of L.A., it wasn't this constant, like, I'm cooler than you, I'm better than you. It was this wonderfully refreshing, extremely, um, these people just wanted to talk to each other. You know, it was like Americans who had not been able to communicate to each other. And you'd go to people's homes, and the person there would be like, yes, I'm voting for Trump, and can I talk to you? As a, you know, a young single mom would open the door, and they'd be like, what do you think about this? And I can't believe this. And they just wanted to talk. And it was this incredible moment of community. And I realized when I look back on it, it's taken this many years, you know, looking back on 2016, that the reason that I was the happiest I've ever been in my life when I was working on the Trump campaign at the lowest possible levels as a volunteer only was because I was working towards a common goal with other people. It doesn't sound like politics. No, and I and and I, I caution you know don't make don't make politics your religion, right? Right. Like you got to watch out for that. But it doesn't sound like politics. No, but it, right. It, it sounds like it, community. Right, and that's what it was. I don't want to sound you know kind of right. Hippie, I'm trying to avoid saying okay, join your favorite campaign, and that will <laughs> you know. But but there was something magic to that period of time, and there was a there was this camaraderie and friendship. And it was really beautiful. And to see the sacrifices that these people made, that's what really stuck with me through my time in the administration. So then well, obviously how, so I... So how do you transition? How so do you I, campaign to administration? Well, I, eventually all the lawyers moved in, right? Because the Las Vegas was the West Coast outpo- outpost of the fraud uh, hotline. And, uh, and, and, and it, as it continues to be... Uh, you know, Arizona, Nevada. Um, and they kind of quickly figured out that uh, I knew a little bit more about, you know, just certain things. Like, A, I brought a blazer. That was like a big deal. It was like, oh, you're wearing a blazer. You're coming to court with me tomorrow. Don't say anything, but just stand there. And I'm like... Just look intimidating. Look uh, like a milius. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, I got the job of uh, picking up a lot of the VIPs when they would come for the events. And so I got to know a lot of the folks like Newt Gingrich, who became a mentor to me uh, based on just being an actual Big Dad fan. Wind in the Lion was favorite movie. No way. Gingrich likes Wind in the Lion? Yeah, it's his favorite movie. He knew the whole thing. So, like, I got him a signed script eventually once I started working at State. And uh, and I got to meet all these folks, and um, and then the the lawyers came in, and they were like, "Okay, you're coming with us. You're you're on spreadsheet duty from now on." And I was like, "No problem, I got it." It was like they kind of plucked me into their world, and then a lot of those people are the people who ended up deciding, you know, who was working at what agency once so we why, won. So why the State Department? Uh, because I, I was convinced by one person, and I said, oh, I could never work in the government. I've lived my life specifically with the phrase, I will never work in the government, thus I can do X. 
Um, and he was like, no, 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 that's not how it works. That's who we want. We want people like you. Mm-hmm. Um, and I said, uh, he's like, what, what do you hate the most about the government? And I was like, the financial uh, waste on foreign uh, affairs and the foreign affairs mistakes that are made. Um, and he's like, all right, go to state. And I was like, oh, I get it. Okay, yes, yes, I will go to state. I will go to state and I will fight every See, single this, day. This is why the only job I would, well, within reason, the, the, the most fun job I would accept in the uh, second Trump administration would be ambassador to the UN. So I could just see, oh. so I could step in the building and it would just burst into flames. Okay, That's, all right. If you do that, yeah, well, what are you going to do? I will jo- I'll be your assistant. Let's Whatever you want, I'll, I'll join you. Uh, we're talking to Amanda Milius. Follow her on Twitter, Amanda Milius, Amanda underscore Milius on Instagram. Watch the movie. Buy some DVDs for you. Some lucky list is going to win this one that she signed for us. But buy it for your friends as well, patpmovie.com. And don't forget, we are on all social media, bar the fascistic censorious YouTube. So never, ever miss a millisecond of America First. Follow us on Truth Social on Twitter at SalemNewsChannel.com. Facebook, Parler, Getter, Clout Hub, Telegram, you name it. And the most recent, of course is my Substack, sebastiangorka.substack.com. That's my name in one word, sebastiangorka.substack.com. Never, ever miss a second of the show. You're listening to America First One-on-One with me, Sebastian Gorka, and professional troublemaker, Amanda Millius. My pillow is excited to announce the original. My slippers are back in stock. Last Christmas, you made our slippers the number one selling my pillow product, and now they have added smaller sizes, larger sizes, wide sizes, and all new colors. What makes my slippers different is the exclusive four-layer design that you're not going to find in any other slippers. My slippers' patented layers make them ultra comfortable, extremely durable, and they help relieve the stress on your feet. Wear them anytime, anywhere, and save ninety off with your promo code Gorka. That's only $49.98 a pair. You're absolutely going to love my slippers and now they are also extending their 60-day money-back guarantee until March 1st, 2023, making them the best Christmas gifts ever. Go now to MyPillow.com, promo code Gorka, or call 800-829-8468. That is code G-O-R-K-A to save $90, only pay $49.98. Quantities won't last. Order now, MyPillow.com. You're listening to America First One-on-One with me, Sebastian Gorka, and Amanda Milius. If you enjoy America First, this is a free market enterprise. We don't get a red cent from the government, unlike NPR, that gets half a billion dollars of your taxpayer money. Support those who make it possible. Great Americans, truth-tellers like Mike Lindell. They hate him. The left wants to destroy him. It's Christmas time. Treat yourself. Treat a loved one or just drive a liberal crazy. Go to MyPillow.com. He's got some amazing Yuletide offers, BOGO deals, and... And if you use my name, you'll get up to 66% off my pillow, the pillow that never gets hot, never loses shape, more than 72 million sold. That's just insane. That's how good it is. Over 150 other items. Go today, mypillow.com, promo code Gorka, or just call them 
It's super easy. 800-829-8468. That's 800-829-8468. MyPillow.com. Promo code G-O-R-K-A. All right. I haven't cleared anything with Amanda. We haven't rehearsed any of this because she's a good friend and we don't need to. We're having far too much fun. But I'm going to get you in hot water right now. Oh, no. Yeah, I know. That's fun. Um, I've told this story on the show before. Have I showed it? No, I don't think I have. Maybe with my friends. So I was in the White House... Uh, Pompeo CIA director wanted to brainstorm with me over breakfast. So I'm we, sorry. Don't interrupt my story. And so he invited me to breakfast, or I invited him to breakfast in the Navy mess. And this was when it was being floated that he'll be Secretary of State. Did you get any food? Did I get any food? Or I did he just food. like consume? Behave, it. woman! Behave. And he said to me, and I, I bought it. I was convinced. He said, Seb, I don't know if I'm going to get this nomination for the State Department. But if I do, I'm going to turn that building around. If I die on that hill, I'm prepared. He actually said, I'm prepared to die on that hill. And I was so excited. Mike, you do it. You do it. He gets nominated. He gets approved. He goes to State Department. About six months later, it's Christmas time. And a big, big envelope arrives at our home. And it's the Secretary of State's Christmas card. And <laughs> at least you got one. I worked for the guy. I never got one of those. Yeah, well, he had your number. He knew who you oh, were. Oh, yeah. And the card oh, had wow. nothing on the outside. It just says, you know, uh, <laughs> uh, from, from, didn't even say Christmas, didn't say seasons. It says, you know, whatever, greetings from uh, the <laughs> Secretary of State. Open the card, and it doesn't say Jesus, doesn't say Christmas, doesn't say seasons greetings. Mm-hmm. It has a photograph of like a. a kid with a crayon has just vomited on a piece of paper it's a photograph of him and his wife in the lobby of the state department and underneath this this vomit it says celebrating abstract art at the state department at this time of year and then i thought that's it mike you have been captured. The deep state owns your backside. Am I being unfair? No, uh, you aren't going far enough. <laughs> and now I will go ahead and get you into hot water and say, uh, isn't it amazing that he had that uh, breakfast with you to, go- to get your support and he knew exactly what to say to exactly what humans. And then when it came time to do certain hiring... It was he himself and the deputy that blocked. Oh, his buddy people. from West Point. Yeah, his. Yeah, his, yeah, oh, yeah. No, his entire crew from West Point, which I had to inform my dad. I was like, Dad, I know you've looked, you know, up. You've thought West Point was the most wonderful place for the longest time, but I've just come back from four years of three and a half years of working with these people, and I've never met le- less impressive people in my entire life. Hopefully, they don't stand for all of West Point, but. Um, if Mike Pompeo and uh, his cronies that were his inner circle uh, are any kind of example of what's being produced out of West Point these days. So tell us what it was problems. like as somebody who understood why yeah, 64 total... million Americans voted for President Trump, somebody who understood MAGA, being you know, in there as a presidential pointy inside <clears> the State <throat> Department. What was it like working under Pompeo and his West, West Point Well, they tried to fire me every Friday, and what my boss and I would do is get the resume that they sent to hopefully replace me, and we would read it together every Friday and laugh at it and then go like this. Um, and then um, anything that we tried to do to accomplish the president's agenda, 
um, or just that wasn't diametrically opposed to the president's agenda would get shot down. People were terrified of being fired for not allowing, um, you know, never Trumpers like Mary Kissel and uh, the deputy uh, Sullivan and Kissel, who became Pompeo's speechwriter. Correct? Right. So to edit any of these speeches, which which when a Secretary of Speech for the United States of America makes a speech on the world stage, it actually does in a way set some policy. Mm-hmm. So when he's running around saying things like the rules-based order and the um, the new world order and the globalist the, the globalist this and that and and then absolutely killing any hope of supporting Brexit, um, not going far enough on Iran, hiring someone who had absolutely no experience in it. Uh, to you be know, just the idea, it. just hearing this phrase now. Could you imagine what it would have been like, dear friends, if if an America First MAGA administration State Department had supported the UK's goal of greater right. sovereignty under Brexit. I mean, just... Or sovereignty blo- in general. Uh, just sovereignty in general. Just blows the mind. We're talking to Amanda Milius. This is flying past far too quickly. You're listening to America First one-on-one, coming to you live from the ReliefFactor.com studios just outside the insalubrious, fetid, rank, malodorous swamp that is Washington, D.C. Relief Factor, if you're in daily pain, if you tried everything else and failed to find relief, do what I did more than three years ago and order this incredible product. It's not just me that is being liberated. It's people like Alicia from California. This is Alicia's story. I'm a grocery store worker and was working doubles during the coronavirus shutdown. At 52 years old, my two bad knees did not get a rest. I literally limped to and from bed. Two days into Relief Factor and the pain decreased substantially. So thankful for this amazing product. That should be you. That could be you. There's only one way to find out. Order the three-week quick starter pack at relieffactor.com or call 800-500-8384. You've waited long enough. Do it today. 800-500-8384. ReliefFactor.com, ReliefFactor.com. This is a red alert for hardworking Americans who are tired of seeing their freedoms and savings threatened by the globalist agenda. Wealth Protection Research is on a mission to find whistleblowers who are exposing the schemes that threaten your financial security. We're talking about real patriotic financial warriors like Jim Rickards and Porter Stansberry. They're not afraid to tell it like it is, exposing how the system is rigged against you. Text IDEAS to 76626 to find out more. With the 2024 election Storming our way, your IRA and your 401k appear to be in the crosshairs. That's why we've compiled our three favorite ideas from Freethinkers. Don't wait for a knock on your door telling you it's too late. Get this critical report. Text IDEAS to 76626. The fight for your financial freedom is on. Text IDEAS to 76626 now for your free report. That's IDEAS to 76626. Standard text and data rates may apply. Welcome back to America First one-on-one with Amanda Milius in studio. Thank you to everyone, especially on our trip to the Holy Land, for the kind, kind comments. Yes, indeed, it is Dr. G Mark II. I have lost 42 pounds in just the last few months, thanks to the great offices of Dr. Ashley Lucas and her team at MyPhDWeightLoss.com, a system that actually works. Those stupid calories. Look at that. Look at that. That was a tailor-made suit for me. 
it's a warus. I have to have all new suits made. It's, it's an awful position to be in. Uh, you could be healthier, just like I am today. If you've tried to lose the pounds and failed, just call them right now, 864-644-1900, or go to myphdweightloss.com. You owe it to yourself. You owe it to your family. You deserve to be the healthiest you you can be. Go right now, myphdweightloss.com, myphdweightloss.com. All right, Amanda, this this is literally flying by at the speed of Trump. I'm going to do a very quick... Um, switch to another track you are an expert you really have crushed it with plot against the president and so many other things Elon Musk is exciting I I don't know if he can bring tectonic change uh, because without uh, free and fair social media we simply do not have free and fair elections people don't read newspapers anymore it is social media that is crucial However, talk to me about, are you seeing any positive signs that conservatives are starting to understand and focus on the skill sets of communication, of, of what you do, that, that it's, it's you know, touching the heartstrings with the truth that we know to be eternal, or are we still in, in, the, in, the, in the initial stages? I look at your work, I look at Dinesh's 2000 uh, Mules, I look at Matt Walsh's uh, What is a Woman, and I see great products, but I see three films out of 3,000. How much of an uphill battle will this be, and does the right even begin to understand what you are doing? Well, yeah, and I mean, especially since two of the ones you mentioned are more like homework assignments, um, you know, where it's like we have some news. They can't get out of the idea that there's some news or a political argument that they want to make, and so they just put it on video, ignoring all the craft of cinema and of controlling and manipulating emotions through the visual arts, and then they just... Really, they're more like videos, very expensive videos. So, um, and I I say this not because, um, you know, I don't believe in competitiveness amongst the conservative filmmakers. I believe in more voices, not less, and I believe we need an industry. So there must be more companies than just mine. But but, but, but I don't don't see, so so I've I've heard this for five years now from the likes of Andrew Claven. We have to build. We have to build I mean, our ecosystem. Yeah, but like Andrew Claven has never been to an art school or maybe even an art museum in his life and has never been to film school and has no idea what a good film like like that's the thing. Don't is, don't bash Andrew here. Well what but I, no, what the I, problem the point, is is like these people but like, the point I wanna make is who's A, do we wanna build an alternative universe? And B We have to but, but who's gonna fund it? I, I don't see that well, billionaire. I agree. And that's the issue and I've had a very um surprising interaction with a handful of funders um who surprising good or surprising surprising bad? not so good because um they're more fearful of the culture war than they are of the political war, which is crazy. Uh, but yeah, so I think that's been a little bit disappointing. So what does that mean? Well, it means that they're like, you know, a little bit more skittish about... But what does that mean for us, for the nation? <laughs> it's not good. Um, that is the one area that uh, I've gotten a little bit darker on because I thought with some of the rise in new filmmakers that things were going to continue to grow and get more experiment not necessarily experimental but at least a little bit more tasteful and that's not really been what's happening and so i'm hyper focusing my company on that 
Um, whereas I Explain think that there's that. room Explain for... what you're focusing on. Well, style and using the crafts of cinema to change hearts and minds. So storytelling. Yes, actual storytelling, not yeah. homework assignments on film. Yeah. Um, why, why, did, why did we forget that? Um, because because it's, none it's the of them ever went to film school. But it's the and most human thing. If you have children, you, you tell your but children they don't, they stories don't, They don't night. see this. They have, it's a hubris. It's the same thing as like going to the dentist and then thinking that you can go fix someone's teeth after you go. It's they go to the <laughs> movies and they're like... I have opinions about movies, thus I am capable of making them, with absolutely zero craft whatsoever. I mean, Dinesh D'Souza might be the worst filmmaker of all time. Oh, come on. No, I mean, really, like, you can, I'll break it down on my film podcast, but the point is, is that we can't, and I understand, I'm happy for his success, because it's not like we have much to choose from. Well, come on, it's the most successful thing of its ilk. I, I mean, mean besides PAPT, yeah, right? but there's it's a the, it's reason for that mine cost this much and his cost. But anyways, um, but we're not going to build things if you're going to be dissing the no, no, one other guy. No, out but I'm there. saying I'm encouraging. I mean, they didn't hide the how to make film books. You can buy one. They're quite cheap. Right. So tell us what the biggest thing is. They have no visual structure. They have no visual. Uh, uh, you have to understand, like, there's certain things that the, the, the eyes are the closest thing to the mind. What you see has a massive effect on what you think and uh -huh. what you feel. Even something as silly as this, straight lines make you feel comfortable, slanted lines make you feel uncomfortable. These are, this is the, that's the most, we're just one of the most basic things I can think of. None of these tools, none of these, um, you could even just go back to like Hitchcock or, 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 or every single director in America that's gone to film school uses these tools quite successfully. And, and are those schools still good? Aren't they like I, world, world, I don't world know. I don't know. I, it's hard to say because it's a craft school. And when I went there, which wasn't that long ago, yeah. I might have been in the last class that wasn't. There was already woke stuff But going it was on. still craft? I just didn't take those classes. But they were still teaching but craft. But they have to teach the craft or their kids aren't going to be hired by these companies. Mm -hmm. And that's what they make their bread and butter on is I, you know, the USC planted XYZ alumni at these massive companies. If they're... And, and and again, the film industry is falling apart because some of this is happening, where they're just like, yeah. these kids are graduating right. with no craft. With, with, with no but sets. we can't make that mistake. Let's pick up what's left on the table, which is everything. Literature, art, film. Right. Let's Mr. take Musk, it all. It's a good, good name for a movie school, the Musk Movie School. What do you think of that, Elon? I'm Sebastian Gorka. This is America First. One Millius, the million. There you go. Even better. The Millius Musk Movie School. I'm Sebastian Gorka. This is America First coming to you from the relieffactor.com studios. Relief Factor. Pain relief that works. Pain relief that's real. Pain relief that is liberating. Half a million Americans right now. Me included. But not just me. People like Leah from Ohio. This is Leah's story. One Sunday morning, I sat on my couch in so much pain I was in tears. That's the day I ordered Relief Factor. Following directions, in just eight days, I found relief only to get better and better. I'm a believer 100%. That should be you. That could be you. But there's only one way to find out. It's super easy. Go to relieffactor.com, order the three-week quick starter pack for the paltry sum of nineteen ninety-five. It'll be at your door in three days or less. Take you morning and evening like I do, and I promise you, Dr. G is guaranteed by the end of those three weeks, you will know whether it works for you like it works for me, Leah, and 500,000 of your fellow Americans. What have you got to lose? Well, nothing except the pain. Call today. 
800-500-8384, relieffactor.com. That's 800-500-8384, relieffactor.com, relieffactor.com. We'll be back with Amanda after these messages. is now presiding. Lock and load. Let's get this party started. You're listening to America First One-on-One with me, Sebastian Gorka, and Amanda Milius. It's the hottest selling item right now. It is our FBI t-shirt co-designed with Chris Plant, the fascist Bureau of Intimidation. Get yours now. Just get it for a loved one or just irritate your neighbor. Likewise, the mug, the FBI mug that says Biden's Gestapo, 80 years from Germany to America. Get it today. And we have a Christmas bundle as well, $15 off. You get the Tervis Stay Frosty Tumbler, the America First mug and one of our America First hats. Choose today. Go to SebGorkaStore.com. That's S-E-B-G-O-R-K-A, SebGorkaStore.com. All right. We're going to do a public service announcement now with Amanda. We have rehearsed this for days and days and days. <laughs> you are going to. Um, I am a billionaire, conservative billionaire. You didn't know this? And you're going to convince me to build a conservative media ecosystem, including a film school, etc., etc. So, Amanda Milius, why should I do that? I don't know. Are you allergic to money? Half the audience of America and half the audience of the world, at the very least, are interested in the kind of products that my company and the like are making. And but but include, what about the woke people? They'll attack me, Amanda. They don't. If, as we've seen now that uh, the uh, Twitter's been freed from the um, shadow banning and a lot of the uh, controls, we can see that there's much, there's a huge uh, gap between the wokies and the uh, freedom loving people of the world, whether they're, you know, our exact ilk or just people who want free speech, right? But what like, about the fact that everybody out there already has this monopoly, whether it's Disney, whether it's Netflix? How, how are you going to compete if I give you lots of money, Amanda? I don't know. I did with a very small amount of money, and it's still the number one documentary on Amazon, so I guess I'll figure it out. She's throwing facts at me again. How dare she? I just better get my checkbook out. All right, wave wave that festooned, uh, lovely bow. Uh, I'm going to Vanna White it. Yes. The what happened to against- Vanna? Is she what? around? What happened to Vanna? Is she Vanna? around? Vanna White from the... Um, uh, she's know. probably in a retirement home right now. No, or, she's not. The plot against the president. We have a special signed copy. We're going to work out how one of you lucky listeners or viewers can get it today. In the meantime, check it out. Stream it. If you haven't seen it, what the heck have you been doing for the last two years? PATPmovie.com. PATPmovie.com. Follow this lady on social media, Amanda Milius. Yes, that Milius on Twitter. And also Amanda underscore Milius on Instagram. Short men need not apply that's all i'm saying you want to be have a selfie with her and you're under six foot two 
dude put some platforms on. I'm Sebastian Gorka. This is America First. It's been a very unusual one-on-one. I hope you enjoyed it. Never miss a single episode. Go to Spotify, plug in my name, Sebastian Gorka, America First. Leave us a five-star review. It helps with those dastardly algorithms. Share the links because uh, we've only got a nation to save. You've been listening to me, Sebastian Gorka, former strategist to President Trump. Wherever you are, whatever you're doing, keep your head on a swivel. Watch your six. Hold the line. Never give up. Never give in. And stay frosty. continent, a new nation, conceived in liberty and dedicated to the proposition that all men are created equal. I know not what course others may take, but as for me, give me liberty or give me death. The world will little note or long remember what we say here, but it can never forget what they did here. What your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country. Mr. Gorbachev, tear down this wall. I can hear you, the rest of the world hears you, and the people... And the people who knock these buildings down will hear all of us soon. And we will make America great again. Is America First with Sebastian Gorka. You must know you inject Trump into everything. No, it's not true. I mean, Trump's not true. down there playing I'm not even golf. covering his stuff tonight. That's all over the news. It's not true. I'm not one of those guys. I don't have Trump derangement what, syndrome. What, the, su- the superhero stuff? The superhero I, stuff? Listen, you know hey, what look, you're talking about? He's smart. If you build it, they will come. There's something weird, isn't there, about seeing Fredo Cuomo and Bill O'Reilly on the same thing? Jeff, isn't that a bit weird? I mean, I don't want to call anybody a has-been, but isn't that like two has-beens? Yeah, that both got thrown off primetime for the same thing of real networks. I know. And, and then what does Fredo have now? What is that thing? Is that like in his basement he's recording on his iPhone? Or what is that? It's News Nation, I think. They take phone calls. Though. I've been meaning to call in. Oh, please. Please. Just make sure the DVR is running and you need to call into Fredo's show. I love it. Welcome, dear friends. We've got to have a laugh to open the show. I'm Sebastian Gorka. This is America First coming to you from just outside the insalubrious, fetid, rank, malodorous swamp that is Washington, D.C. We have some amazing guests for you today. Cash Patel, former deputy director of national intelligence. Natalie Winters from Bannon's War Room. I will be on Steve's show later today. And... That troublemaker extraordinaire for the third hour, Amanda Millius, John Millius's daughter, talking about um, hmm, some swamp creatures who are allegedly on our side of the aisle. And then the smartest political mind uh, I've ever worked with, my former White House colleague, Andy Sarabian, on what the uh, aftermath of the midterms really means for you and your family as the new Congress is sworn in in January. But first things first. Let's talk about what's happening at Mar-a-Lago. So there was, what, yesterday? The president said, big announcement coming today. Big, big announcement. And then we wake up this morning, 
And there's some weird thing about... Eric, what, what is an NFT? You said you don't even understand it. I don't understand it. What is it? I'm a millennial, and I don't even know what it is. From what I know, it's like a crypto-adjacent thing where you can make, like, a custom image and, like, sell it. All I know is it peaked for a brief while, like Dogecoin, and then it tanked, and now it's just a meme, and people make jokes about it. All right. Is Alex younger than you? I don't think so. Alex. <laughs> You're a kid I, as well, right, Alex? Yeah, I, I'm a millennial. I, what, I, what is NFT? Do you, know, do you know what an NFT is? No, I, I can't. I mean, I, I have purchased NFTs, but I could not explain the That's not the a good way to start. That's not a good way. I don't know what it is, but I bought them. That is not a good way to start the explanation. <laughs> All right, but, but the president's announcement was what? Some p- pictures of him, some artwork that you can buy as some kind of trading card, like baseball cards, investments, or whatever. And everybody thought, hang on, uh, is, is this the big, big announcement? trading cards nfts really after the announcement to run for the presidents again and then what do we find out drowned out by all of this whatever it is crypto nft stuff the president drops an amazing video six seven minute video just him very presidential talking to the camera it's his policy platform for his next administration when it comes to freedom of speech and the First Amendment, including amazing things like you know, the protection of children who are being exploited on platforms like Twitter, like TikTok, until you know, Elon Musk comes along. So an amazingly important artifact of a former president who wants to be president again. And I was just on a call with one of the best analysts and observers of American politics in the UK. You'll hear him on the show tomorrow. And while we're chatting, we, we discussed this. And he said, what, what video? I, I, I didn't even know that the president dropped the video. Right, you didn't. Because of the confusion around President Trump. So I'm not going to just sit here and avoid the issue because we need him back in Washington, D.C. I don't trust anybody else who's a career politician. I really, no, literally, do not trust anyone else who's a career politician who is being discussed as an alternative because they are career politicians. But the president needs some good advisors. So I texted Mar-a-Lago and asked somebody on his team who worked with me in the White House the following, and excuse my language, I was a little bit miffed this morning. Who the hell came up with the NFT? And I got a response from my buddy. It was separate from the campaign. It was done with one of the president's business friends. Okay. That's fine. But my response was, with one, two, three, four, five, six, seven exclamation marks, timing. Just because somebody's got an idea, you know, a fun idea, a wacky idea, a money-making idea, okay, I don't care. You coordinate that. 
with the office, with the front office of the man who just, what was it? What, when were we at Mar-a-Lago, Jeff? Was that five weeks ago? Seems like yesterday. How long ago was that? It was the election night and then the week after the election. Right. So it was November 15th or something. Okay. <laughs> a month ago. A month ago. He declares his candidacy with an amazing speech, a speech in which he declares war on the swamp more than he has even done the first time, where he says, I'm going to initiate a constitutional amendment to have term limits so we don't have swamp creatures in Congress for 40 years. I'm going to initiate a lifetime ban for members of Congress from lobbying so they can't just, you know, transition from being politicians to making millions and millions of dollars like Bill Barr from the buddies they were formerly regulating in government. That's ballsy. That's a declaration of war. And then the first policy announcement five weeks later that work went into it serious work it's great perfectly timed with elon's acquisition of twitter with the fifth drop of the twitter files exposing government collusion the fbi dhs odni with twitter to focus on the first amendment And the other issue that's likewise driving what Elon's doing at Twitter, the protection of children from exploitation on social media platforms. And some cretin says, oh, yeah, today's a good day to drop the NFT advert. So here's my plea to those listening. And I will communicate this as well to those who need to know privately. We need a team around the president who are serious who've worked in that business before of campaigns and politics, who know what they're doing, who know when to say something and when not to say something, when one issue must not be clouded by another or drowned out by the noise of something unrelated to winning back the White House. So let's have some serious men and women around the man who this nation needs back in that office. That's my take. I'm Sebastian Gorka. This is America First, the latest on FTX, the biggest crypto con so far. As far as I'm concerned, it's all a con, but uh, Bankman Freed is just an exemplar. That's next here on America First. Coming to you live from the ReliefFactor.com studios. If you enjoy the show, never miss any of our one-on-ones. Go to Spotify. Plug in my name, Sebastian Gorka, America First. Leave us a five-star review. Share the links with your friends because we have a republic to save. And if you're still looking for some Christmas gifts, stocking stuffers, check out our Christmas Yuletide special at SebGorkaStore.com. It's the mug. It's the tumbler. It's one of the hats you get to choose. $15 off, as well as the FBI shirt, the hottest setting thing on the site. Federal Bureau of Investigations as the Fascist Bureau of Intimidation, the Challenge Coin, and so much more. SebGorkaStore.com. Toys in every store. But the prettiest sight to see is the holly that will. 
three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.